This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. We're going to get into what went down last night with the... um, with all of the guys that are going to be in the Royal Rumble at the Fatal 4-Way. So this is kind of exciting. So we got quite a bit of what went down. So I want to start off with the promo portion of it all because we got Paul Heyman going out there. He's pissed off that Roman Reigns is in this Fatal 4-Way and he's right, super right. angry at Nick Aldis. And Nick Aldis ends up making a six-man uh, excuse, yeah, six man tag team match that's supposed to be uh, three-on-three. He tells them, okay, we know Roman Reigns is not here you got to find a partner, and they don't end up finding a partner. We get to the main event. Randy Orton gets attacked, so it ends up being a two-on-two. Uh, LA Knight and AJ Styles versus Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. However, LA Knight and AJ Styles cannot coexist. So eventually, Randy Orton comes out. He handles this situation. He gets the match won. And then by the end of it, we all see them kind of like go at it with Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. And they end up putting Solo Sokoa uh, through the commentary table. So a lot that kind of ran down there. But what do you think of just everything? You know, I thought all in all, it was pretty damn good. It was the most entertaining thing on the show to me. Uh, one, because of the star power. And two, you could tell they put a lot of thought into uh, how to take care of everybody. And it's, it's masterful the way that they navigate around Roman Reigns and how pissed off I was that Roman Reigns was not involved when he should have been. You know, and, and that's, that's a... Um, it's skillful. To, to have Roman Reigns not be there, but be the one that everybody is focusing on. So, like, uh, I feel like the WWE is doing a good job of uh, smoking mirrors and and making Roman Reigns the, the star that he is because they proved that you can do positivity by subtraction. And here's the thing, like, I remember there was a couple of shows, Mark, where you and I sort of felt like, ah, oh, Roman Reigns is not here. Ah, oh, this show's only going to be like so-so, right? Yeah, there's going to be things right. we like, but at the end of the day, if Roman Reigns is not there, it's like you're missing the entree, man. Like, we just got a bunch of sides. But now with Randy Orton there with AJ Styles, I feel like it doesn't feel that way, where now it doesn't feel yep. like you're being cheated of this centerpiece on the show. And so... Here's the thing that I want to touch on, though, and that is, like, how did you feel about the can they coexist angle? Because personally, Mark, I'm going to be a heel right now. I was not in love with the idea of LA Knight and uh, AJ Styles sort of not coexisting here in this match and I'll tell you why because I kind of felt like it made them look like they couldn't get the job done on their own. Like, they couldn't let bygones be bygones and just have this moment to to get their heads together, be smart about it, and get the victory. And the reason why I didn't like that was because the way that the match started, that was the first thing we saw. LA Knight and AJ Styles arguing. AJ Styles gets attacked from behind. So right away we see Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa get the advantage. Okay, fine. Start of the match, whatever. 
Then again, the exact same thing happens in the middle of the match. LA Knight is going into, he tries to get a tag in. AJ Styles is not trusting him. AJ Styles doesn't want to tag him in. And so again, they're arguing. And then again, someone from behind comes out and attacks AJ Styles. So I don't like the idea of the guys that I'm wanting to root for in this match kind of come off looking like they didn't learn their lesson the first time. So for that reason, I wasn't too in love with this, but I get why they did it. I always get why they do the can the coexist angles and to give Randy Orton this big moment of coming in and um, coming in and basically getting his big moment, winning the match and going from there. Uh, so that was the only thing I didn't love, but I get why they did it. Denise, that's why I think men should go outside and fight. Just <laughs> get it out of the way. If you have an issue just go and get it out of the way because when you don't, stupid stuff like this happens. I'm gonna I'm gonna air some dirty laundry. Damn it, I didn't want to do this. There's certain stories about my life that you try to hold close and not divulge that information because everybody's gonna know who I'm talking about. I'm not gonna name names. In high school, I played football. And we had a really good team. And I'm not going to say what year. But we made it to the last round of the playoffs, to the semifinal. Now everybody in my hometown knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> but there were two guys on the team that were fighting over a girl. And one of the guys was wide open in the end zone. If he threw him the ball we go on to the state championship game or we go out of the region to the state semifinal. He tried to run it, got tackled, game over. We lose. They argued and fussed for years and then finally realized that they didn't hurt them just themselves, that they hurt all of us. And that's how I feel about this situation with LA Knight. I feel like that AJ and LA Knight are fighting and disagreeing when they're on the same side. They're on the same team, but they need to take their ass outside. Knuckle up, shake hands and go, hey, is it over? But see, in America now, we, we lean on the law too much. Everybody want to you want to cancel somebody for being a man. When that's what men supposed to do. You don't see lions in the wild. The little lions fight each other to learn how to fight. To learn how to survive. You don't see the big lions. Whoa, 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 guys. Easy. You're supposed <laughs> to respect each other better. No, you are respecting each other. But see, that's that's what it is. I feel like they need to go at it. They need to say, okay, let's take a timeout. Randy, somebody that's on that same side of it needs to go, guys, next week we're closing the doors. There's going to be cameras in the room. I want some furniture moving. And then whoever walks out that door is the winner. And then you're going to shake hands with him 
and now we're going to coexist. It's a simple story. And that everybody will tune in for it because every man that has a grain of salt loves a little furniture moving. <laughs> there is not a, there is no shame in losing. There's only shame in not competing. And there's only shame is if you don't get up and, and be respectful to the person that won. That's where the shame and, and disrespect is. So let's see these guys. And then if they do go at it, you know, I always bring up my hometown, but the dude that I was the closest to growing up is the kid I got in a fight with in the fourth grade. Was like my brother. He like my brother. I love him. I kill for him. Okay, maybe I won't kill. But I'm, I'm, I'll go to war. With, I'll go to war for my guy. Holler at my boy Duck down in Silsby. I love that, man. All right. So, like, I mean, we know where they're going to get their hands on each other at the Royal Rumble. But, yeah, like, just back to, like, this specific match. I just didn't like the way that it made them look in this particular match. And then towards the end of it, they were like, all right, let's all get together and throw freaking Silicoa through the commentary table. So that was just a little <laughs> bit of my gripe where I was like, all right, I guess everything's all cool now. The only one that I thought came out looking really good out of this was Randy Orton because he was the one that was like, Okay, he was taken out in the beginning, but then he came back and he was like, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to be the mature one. I'm going to get the job done. He gets the job Randy. done. Randy! Right? Right? Hey, well, that's how they had him play out in this match. He got the win. He came in. He took year, care of the eight situation. Years ago, eight years ago, nobody would have said that. Oh, I Randy know. Randy going to be the mature one? I love evolution. I, oh, wow. No pun intended. <laughs> like Randy Orton has evolved into being a leader. Randy Orton has evolved into being a man that knows how to lead other men. When there was a time when Randy was all about himself. And I always got along with Randy. But I remember the arguments and the, the fussing and the you know, I don't like you and like all of that stuff. But look at him now. Standing on the mountaintop, shining like the star on a Christmas tree. Everybody is is old to Randy. And I mean, that, that gives me hope about this business that uh, if you don't discard people like trash and give them time to evolve, they can be a Randy Orton. Like, man, I'm so proud of that dude. Like, I, I can't express in words what I see his value being to the business. Like, he's 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 done a hell of a job, and I, I love the fact that he's the one leading the charges now. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I mean, I've heard other wrestlers tell stories about Randy Orton. Uh, when Cody Rhodes came back to WWE, he told what about Randy ripping, I think it was urinals off the walls at a hotel or something. I don't even know. It's like a totally like crazy story. Uh, do you know that one, Mark? I don't know if you know that one, but he told the story like that. Oh, you do? Were you there for that? Did you see it? Uh, I, was, I wasn't there in person, but I was in the arena. I remember, um, I remember that happening. 
I mean, that's that's minimal. That's minimal to some of the stuff. Like Randy's frustration and the voices in his head used to tell him to do a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> but the fact that he is a grown-ass man now and he can tell. It's like the preacher that's preaching to the audience and they never did nothing wrong before. I can't listen to you. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know. You don't. You don't know the pain or the struggle. Like you need somebody that's been through the fire. And Randy has been through the fire. He could tell me anything because I know what he's been through. I saw his journey. Like you know, that dude texts my kid and said, "Jacob, man, you are impressing me." Like. He didn't have to do that. And and I know he does that with everybody else's kids. <laughs> like the, the dude grew up, man, and he grew up at the right time. This business need him. They it, he the business, the world of wrestling, every company needs a Randy Orton in it. Right. And I feel like it's more so like it's relatable. I mean, maybe we're not we weren't all ripping urinals or doing whatever it is, but it's relatable to see someone that uh, had this journey in their life and came out and matured and all of that good stuff. And people now yeah. tell these stories and they're they're feel good, like they're funny stories, like they're feel good stories is what I hear other wrestlers tell and whatnot. Um, but I love that, though. I love that we can um, kind of pinpoint and say, like, yes, one can mature in this way because we've all done silly things, you know? all of us yep. and if you haven't then you know that's probably i don't know you want to be that's boring best. but that's best. It's, it's boring but it's best no but like even like the most some boring things even if you consider yourself boring like i'm pretty sure even with that like you've done some mistakes or done some foolish things you know we can all relate to yes. that Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here. And with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion. And on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my SiriusXM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano, Fantasy Dirt. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. We got to get into what went down last night with the um with all of the guys that are going to be in the Royal Rumble at the Fatal 4-Way. So this is kind of exciting. So we got quite a bit of what went down. So I want to start off with the promo portion of it all because we got Paul Heyman going out there. He's pissed off that Roman Reigns is in this Fatal 4-Way and he's right, super right. angry at Nick Aldis and Nick Aldis ends up making a six-man uh, excuse, yeah, six-man tag team match that's supposed to be uh, three-on-three. He tells them, okay, we know Roman Reigns is not here. You got to find a partner and they don't end up finding a partner. We get to the main event. Randy Orton gets attacked. So it ends up being a two on two. Uh, LA Knight and AJ Styles versus Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. However, LA Knight and AJ Styles cannot coexist. So eventually Randy Orton comes out. He handles this situation. He gets the match one. And then by the end of it, we all see them kind of like go at it with Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. And they end up putting Solo Sokoa uh, through the commentary table. So a lot that kind of ran down there, but what'd you think of just everything? You know, I thought all in all, it was pretty damn good. It was the most entertaining thing on the show to me. 
Uh, one, because of the star power. And two, you can tell they put a lot of thought into uh, how to take care of everybody. And it's, it's masterful the way that they navigate around Roman Reigns and how pissed off I was that Roman Reigns was not involved when he should have been. You know, and, and that's that's a um, – it's skillful to, to have Roman Reigns not be there but be the one that everybody is focusing on. So, like, uh, I feel like the WWE is doing a good job of uh, smoking mirrors and and making Roman Reigns the, the star that he is because they proved that you can do positivity by subtraction. And here's the thing, like, I remember there was a couple of shows, Mark, where you and I sort of felt like, oh, Roman Reigns is not here. Oh, this show's only going to be like so-so, right? Yeah, there's going to be things right. we like, but at the end of the day, if Roman Reigns is not there, it's like you're missing the entree, man. Like, we just got a bunch of sides. But now with Randy Orton there, with AJ Styles, I feel like it doesn't feel that way, where now it doesn't feel yep. like you're being cheated of this centerpiece on the show. And so here's the thing that I want to touch on, though, and that is, like, how did you feel about the can they coexist angle? Because personally, Mark, I'm going to be a heel right now. I was not in love with the idea of LA Knight and uh, AJ Styles sort of not coexisting here in this match. And I'll tell you why, because I kind of felt like it made them look like they couldn't get the job done on their own. Like they couldn't let bygones be bygones and just have this moment to to get their heads together, be smart about it and get the victory. And the reason why I didn't like that was because the way that the match started that was the first thing we saw. LA Knight and AJ Styles arguing. AJ Styles gets attacked from behind. So right away we see Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa get the advantage. Okay, fine. Start of the match, whatever. Then again, the exact same thing happens in the middle of the match. LA Knight is going into, he tries to get a tag in. AJ Styles is not trusting him. AJ Styles doesn't want to tag him in. And so again, they're arguing. And then again, someone from behind comes out and attacks AJ Styles. So I don't like the idea of the guys that I'm wanting to root for in this match kind of come off looking like they didn't learn their lesson the first time. So for that reason, I wasn't too in love with this, but I get why they did it. I always get why they do the can they coexist angles and to give Randy Orton this big moment of coming in and um, coming in and basically getting his big moment, winning the match and going from there. Uh, so that was the only thing I didn't love, but I get why they did it. Denise, that's why I think men should go outside and fight. Just <laughs> get it out of the way. If you have an issue... Just go and get it out of the way because when you don't, stupid stuff like this happens. I'm gonna I'm gonna air some dirty laundry. Damn it, I didn't want to do this. There's certain stories about my life that you try to hold close and not divulge that information because everybody's gonna know who I'm talking about. I'm not gonna name names. In high school, I played football. And we had a really good team. And I'm not going to say what year. But we made it to the last round of the playoffs, to the semifinal. Now everybody in my hometown knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> but there were two guys on the team that were fighting over a girl. 
And one of the guys was wide open in the end zone. If he threw him the ball, we go on to the state championship game. Or we go out of the region to the state semifinal. He tried to run it, got tackled, game over. We lose. They argued and fussed for years and then finally realized that they didn't hurt them just themselves, that they hurt all of us. And that's how I feel about this situation with L.A. Knight. I feel like that A.J. and L.A. Knight are fighting and disagreeing when they're on the same side. They're on the same team, but they need to take their ass outside. Knuckle up, shake hands and go, hey, is it over? But see, in America now, we, we lean on the law too much. Everybody want to you want to cancel somebody for being a man. When that's what men's supposed to do. You don't see lions in the wild. The little lions fight each other to learn how to fight. To learn how to survive. You don't see the big lions. Whoa, 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 guys. Easy. You're supposed to respect each other better. No, you are respecting each other. But see, that's that's what it is. I feel like they need to go at it. They need to say, okay, let's take a timeout. Randy, somebody that's on that same side of it needs to go, guys, next week we're closing the doors. There's going to be cameras in the room. I want some furniture moving. And then whoever walks out that door is the winner. And then you're going to shake hands with him. And now we're going to coexist. It's a simple story. And then everybody will tune in for it. Because every man that has a grain of salt loves a little furniture moving. <laughs> there is not a, There is no shame in losing. There's only shame in not competing. And there's only shame is if you don't get up and and be respectful to the person that won. That's where the shame and, and disrespect is. So let's see these guys. And then if they do go at it, you know, I always bring up my hometown, but the dude that I was the closest to growing up is the kid I got in a fight with in the fourth grade. <laughs> was like my brother. <laughs> He like my brother. I love him. I kill for him. Okay, maybe I won't kill, but I'm. I'm, I'm I'll go to war. With, I'll go to war for my guy. Holla at my boy Duck down in Silsby. I love that man. All right, so like, I mean, we know where they're gonna get their hands on each other at the Royal Rumble, but yeah, like, just back to like this specific match. I just didn't like the way that it made them look in this particular match. And then towards the end of it, they were like, "All right, let's all get together and throw freaking Silasicola through the commentary table." So that was just a little <laughs> bit of my gripe, where I was like, "All right, I guess everything's all cool now." The only one that I thought came out looking really good out of this was Randy Orton, because he was the one that was like. Okay, he was taken out in the beginning, but then he came back and he was like, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to be the mature one. I'm going to get the job done. He gets the job Randy. done. Randy! Right? Right? 
Well, that's how they had him play out in this match. He got the win. He came in. He took care of the situation. Eight years ago, nobody would have said that. Oh, I know. Maybe going to be the mature one? I love evolution. Wow. No pun intended. (laughs) Randy Orton has evolved into being a leader. Randy Orton has evolved into being a man that knows how to lead other men. When there was a time when Randy was all about himself. And I always got along with Randy. But I remember the arguments and the the fussing and the, you know, I don't like you. And like all of that stuff. But look at him now. Standing on the mountaintop, shining like the star on a Christmas tree. Everybody is is old to Randy. And, I mean, that, that gives me hope about this business that uh, if you don't discard people like trash and give them time to evolve, they can be a Randy Orton. Like, man, I'm so proud of that dude. Like, I, I can't express in words what I see his value being to the business. Like, he's 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 done a hell of a job, and I, I love the fact that he's the one leading the charges now. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I mean, I've heard other wrestlers tell stories about Randy Orton. Uh, When Cody Rhodes came back to WWE, he told what about Randy ripping, I think it was urinals off the walls at a hotel or something. I don't even know. It's like a totally like crazy story. Uh, Do you know that one, Mark? I don't know if you know that one, but he told the story like that. Oh, you do? Were you there for that? Did you see it? Uh, I I wasn't there in person, but I was in the arena. I remember... Um, I remember that happening. I mean, that's that's minimal. That's minimal to some of the stuff. Like Randy's frustration and the voices in his head used to tell him to do a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> but the fact that he is a grown-ass man now and he can tell... It's like the preacher that's preaching to the audience and they never did nothing wrong before. I can't listen to you. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know. You don't. You don't know the pain or the struggle. Like you need somebody that's been through the fire. And Randy has been through the fire. He could tell me anything because I know what he's been through. I saw his journey. Like you know that dude texted my kid and said, Jacob. Man, you are impressing me. Like, he didn't have to do that. And and I know he does that with everybody else's kids. <laughs> like, the, the dude grew up, man, and he grew up at the right time. This business need him. They it, he The business, the world of wrestling, every company needs a Randy Orton in it. Right. And I feel like it's more so like it's relatable. I mean, maybe we're not we weren't all ripping urinals or doing whatever it is, but it's relatable to see someone that uh, had this journey in their life and came out and matured and all of that good stuff. And people now tell these stories and they're they're feel good, like they're funny stories, like they're feel good stories is what I hear other wrestlers tell and whatnot. Um, But I love that, though. I love that we can um, kind of pinpoint and say, like, yes, one can mature in this way because we've all done silly things, you know? 
all of us. Yep. And if you haven't, then, you know, that's probably, I don't know, you want to be that's boring. Best. But <laughs> it's, it's boring, but it's best. No, but like even like the most, some boring things, even if you consider yourself boring, like I'm pretty sure even with that, like you've done some mistakes or done some foolish things, you know, we can all relate to yes. that.